All right, so we've heard from a lot of fabulous marketers today talking about the world of digital that we're living in right now. That's all well and good, but unfortunately, digital marketing as we know it is in the death throes. Um, the fast, cheap, easy digital marketing that unfortunately wine has just recently started to adopt is rapidly coming to an end. It's going the way of the Death Star. And this is because of the mechanisms that have supported that fast, cheap, and easy digital marketing are being taken away from us. The internet data is moving to much more of a privacy-focused space. And as marketers, this is something that the sooner we can get on board with understanding and adapting to these changes, the better we're going to be, the stronger position we're going to be in come 2023 when these changes really start to hit home. Anyone selling in California, $25 million or more, will be experiencing this now with the CCPA. What's important to know is that, and I will look at my list, Colorado, Connecticut, Virginia, and Utah all have en enacted privacy laws, and there are 11 more states with privacy laws on the books anticipated for the next year. Anyone selling in the EU is feeling this. Um, not only do we have GDPR, but we have in Germany the first civil case for someone who sent an email to a recipient who was not on a list. We have, I always have to remember what it was, France and Austria have declared that Google Analytics breaches GDPR. And why can I not remember my countries at the end of the day? Germany has even said that Google Fonts, cloud-based Google Fonts, violate GDPR. So it's time for us to understand what's happening. And it's the end of the day, so we're going to do it through Star Wars. All my clients can tell you I can relate anything marketing to Star Wars. Um, it's a bit of a, a five forest gag. But what is Star Wars about? Is there anyone in the room, I'm just going to out you guys, who hasn't seen Star Wars? Okay, there's not that many. All right, so this will make sense to most of you. It's very much a Gen X thing. Um, okay, so Star Wars was about, it was about greed, the big greedy empire, and it was about ambition, and it was about rebellion and technology, and it was about possibility, and it was about coming together. And it was the story of this little band of completely under-resourced rebels who were trying to defeat the big, bad, evil empire, and they were putting everything that they had into it. And for anyone who's a wine marketer in the room, that notion of being under-resourced is not going to feel like a shock to you. But at its heart, Star Wars is a story of human relationships. It's got a little bit of magic in it, and it has a whole lot of trust. And for marketers, this is our specialty. It does not matter what marketing world we're living in. This is the magic that we bring to our businesses. So, for over a decade, it's been easy to rely upon data and technology, platforms, to help drive behaviorally targeted marketing. But often, this has come at the cost of forgetting that there are real people sitting on the other side of that Facebook ad, that Instagram account, that EDM that you send out. And people, we haven't changed. 
despite COVID, despite the past two years. And as marketers, we have the magic to reach those people. And it's not because Facebook has coughed up an audience for you or because MailChimp has been acquired and has started rolling out new offerings like that. It's because our job is to be the customer advocate in the room. And our force, our indispensable magic as marketers, is the ability to bring qualitative and quantitative insights to life and help brands understand the who, what, why, when, and how of who our people are. Current digital marketing practices have made it very easy for leadership to get behind us because we've been able to show immediate returns on marketing spend thanks to clearly attributable data. I promise that is the nerdiest sentence other than Star Wars that I will say through this presentation. But what happens to us in the next 18 months, what happens to our marketing budgets, what happens to our reporting when we can no longer show a direct one-for-one -one result for a cohort, uh, to a cohort of bean counters who don't know what you do? Because remember, this is not their bailiwick. They do not care. Our job in the next 18 months is going to be to help them see a path forward. So, be purposeful. Purpose, hmm. The rebels' purpose was not to destroy the Death Star. Their purpose to, was to restore democracy to the galaxy. And everything they did, every decision, every sacrifice, every step they took, supported that singular purpose. Purpose in a business space propels long-term thinking. It directs your course, it simplifies your decision-making, and it helps you navigate tough waters. Your first step as st smart marketers facing a change in our dating universe is going to be to work with your leadership team and your stakeholders to clearly define shared long-term goals, tactics, and measurables. It's not shiny, it's not glamorous. Nobody ever wants to sit down and do it. I do this with my clients all the time and it's the part of the job that they hate. But this is absolutely essential to countering the short-termism that has become a part of digital marketing over the past decade or so. And while you're at it, just to go back in history to all of our good marketing lessons that we know, this is a really good opportunity, and I know a lot of brands haven't done it, to get back down to the why. The why are you sitting there in that room? Why do we get up in the middle of the night to head into the wineries? Why are we still sticking around and we've got hail, fires, frost? You know, we are in a difficult market, and yet there's going to be a reason. And what I really, really want to say about this is that Purpose, the word purpose, has been co-opted as something we do to sell wine to Gen Z. It's something that someone's nephew recommended that it was important to us. Every brand has a purpose, and that doesn't have to be a front-facing, consumer-messaged purpose. It could simply be, we want to have the most awards. You know, when Villa Maria in New Zealand started many years ago, 
What Sir George said was, I want to win the most awards of any wine brand. You might have a, a CEO, you might have a founder that all they want to do is make an ass load of money. Great. Let's help them do it. But we can't help them do it if they cannot communicate that to us clearly and without reserve. So an honest and defined why allows us to set long-term goals that give leadership and stakeholders the ability to rally around and stick to it when we no longer have those short-term measurables that they've come to kind of rely on and expect from us. Next. Be creative. I don't know what happened in digital marketing. Anybody who was a marketer before digital marketing remembers the days that marketing and advertising sat, sat side by side and we worked together and we created wonderful creative campaigns because we had to in order to catch their attention. Well, now is a really great time to return to that notion of being creative as marketers. And when we are stripped away from that notion that we have to provide a return on ad spend or we have to explain something to our bosses next month, we are suddenly given the liberty to be really bold, to be fearless with our marketing. And actually, I just have a note on this on my slides. Everyone just pull out your phone, and if you're on Twitter, look up the Stakem Twitter account, because it's hysterical. It's done more to build their brand. It's such a show of personality. And think to yourself, if you as a marketer had the ability to go to your leadership team and say, you know what? We want to show some personality in the world. We're sick of the hands with grapes. No more wide sweeping vineyard vistas. We want a YouTube channel. It's not going to provide immediate returns, but we know that it's going to build a brand, and this is how we know it. Think about Ryan Reynolds and Aviation Gin and how they messaged the brand. This wasn't a play to get immediate return on ad sales. This was making themselves memorable. All right. I had to put them in, sorry guys. Um, so creativity is not just about creative messaging, but it's also about creative problem solving. And again, in the digital space that we've worked in, we've had this sort of fate of data that we've been able to make very strong, immediate data-driven decisions, and that has been awesome, but sometimes that has come at the cost of creative problem solving. So what might that look like? You know, it might be that suddenly you're mind mapping all of the markets and audiences that you've never chosen to explore because your advertising algorithm shows you that you're better off to go in a different direction. It might be that you are looking to new partnerships and collaborations and growing brand awareness that way. More importantly, and this is something that I really want you guys to get down with, is that a culture of creative problem solving in your business spaces, it reduces fear, it makes you and your leadership team less risk averse, and it opens the door for the whole team to contribute ideas for how we might grow, how we might message, how we might use alternate data, qualitative or quantitative data, to understand how our audiences are interacting with us. And the best way that we can do that is going to be to just simply ask the question, what if? What if we tried this? No judgment, no fear. And then, of course, is the notion of creative messaging. Do not be afraid, as marketers, to come forward with off-the-wall ideas. 
curiosity, inspiration, beauty. These are all the spaces that we can live in. Be empathetic. Um, I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna digress from Star Wars for a moment. I love this story because this picture of George Clooney says that no matter how bad our brand positioning is right now, we can always grow into something pretty awesome. Um, such as, come on, George. There we go, such as. So here's the deal with George Clooney. Um, anyone who's kind of old like me will remember this. George Clooney was a friggin' legacy. Like he came, he was part of a legacy brand, as many of our wineries are. Except when he went out as this child of a legacy brand and he was trying to get jobs, he kept losing parts and losing parts and he couldn't understand what was wrong. Here he was, you know, let's just back up a minute. Can I back up on this? I mean, he, he's, a, he's a hot young guy, right? Why, why is he not getting all the parts? Anyway, the empathetic part of it is he had an epiphany. He, the day came, and he's told this story, I'm not making this up, the day came that he realized that he wasn't the problem, he was the solution. Casting agents needed someone who could fit a bill, who could fill a role, who could solve their problem. And so he started becoming informed. He would do his research. He would rock up to a casting call and he would understand exactly the problem that he was solving for the casting agents. And he says that that was when his career took off. Next up, be meaningful. All right, so at this point, you've got a great long-term planning. We've overcome the short-termism. We all know what we're working toward. We've opened the door for creativity, creative problem solving, and we know who our people are. Very little digital marketing to date has made an attempt to be meaningful. And when it does, there's those, you know, the YouTube ads and the Facebook ads and uh, the ones that we see all over the place that you just sit there and you're like, oh my God, that was beautiful. Or you're, you're laughing your way through them because they touch upon something that is inherent to us as a single individual that matters to us and our lives. Going forward in an era where all of our digital mechanisms are changing is going to require if you want to be a strong brand, that you are meaningful in an emotional and a tangible way. And if I can leave you with one piece of advice, this is it. Be meaningful. The most powerful change that we as marketers can make to our return on ad spends, to our brand growth, to our individual success in a business entity is to strive to create joy and delight for our customers. I'm working two sets of navigation here. It's a little bit awkward. Sometimes we're going to do this with crazy expressions of personality. Sometimes we might just do it by making their life easier by removing a roadblock. What I want to say, and I know this is really hard when we sell products for a living, is that meaning isn't a product. It's not a service. It's not something we can quantify. It's not something we can report back. But it's something that you give your customers that says to them without words, we see you, we acknowledge what's important, to you, 
and we care to make your life a little better. And the reason for me that I feel like this is a space that I can stand in this room and talk about is that, especially for wine, although I know we do have beer and spirits in the room, we make a product that is present at milestones of people's lives. We're not selling them nails or tires. We're selling them wine. We create a joyous, wonderful product. And yet we choose to commodify ourselves through ads with points and dollar signs. You know, we choose to roll out the dirty hands holding the dark purple grapes. Let's show them that we want to be loyal to them, that we understand our role in their lives. There was a yellowtail ad. I'm just watching my timer go down. There was a yellowtail ad some years back. Um, raise your hand if you remember this. It was a Super Bowl ad that showed yellowtail the bottle just in placement in a new house as they're unpacking their wine glasses and a barbecue and a family reunion and a wedding. Nowhere in it did the ad ever say, buy our wine. It just showed all the wonderful moments that wine makes our life a little bit better. And that's it. There's no tricks. There's no hacks. It's not going to be fast. It's not going to be cheap. And it's not going to be easy. Those days of digital marketing are completely behind us. So here's what you're going to do. Set your guiding purpose. Do it with your leadership team. Get them on board. Help them understand what's going on. Give your team and yourself permission to be creative. And sometimes that means permission to fail, permission to try. Walk a mile in your customer's shoes. I was talking with someone today in the exhibition room about how they'd gone through all of the work for their customer personas. Awesome. But you know what? Do your customer personas. And they had. I'm, I'm not giving them a hard time. Um, do your customer personas. Don't lean into Constellation's genome project or something that you're reading in Cantor or Global Web Index. Do your customer personas. Then add meaning to their lives. Make a difference. Let them know that we care about them as much as we want them to care about us. And the path forward is clear. You do not need to look into the future to do this. I think that's really important. You don't need to wait a year to roll this out. This is something that any one of you can take away today, walk into the offices on what day of the week is it? I'm a little bit lost. And use your magic as marketers to make certain that you have a future even when the fast, cheap, and easy is gone. Thank you. All right.